0: Welcome to The Common Sense Show, with your host, Dave Hodges. We discuss a variety of topics here, including the Deep State, the New World Order, Agenda 21. There is no one, no topic, beyond Dave's reach, because as you know, you can't dodge the Hodge. you've heard the intro this is Dave Hodges and I am the host that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time and we like that moniker too you can't dodge the Hodge. I don't have one for what this interview is going to do to you. This interview is going to make you sleep under the bed for a while locked and loaded. This is going to scare you. Paul has come with certain information that uh, will well you'll find this to be very disturbing It's our guest, Paul Martin. And I have some complimentary information that I'll be sharing. And uh, this is going to be a wild ride. And we've already had our communications messed with. We are on plan B. Hopefully they won't catch up to us. Anyway, before we start, I need to let you know that this show is brought to you by preparewithdave.com. Now, what is that? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools. You need all that stuff to initially prep. If you don't have two years worth of food, eh, you need more. If you got six months, you're kind of on the boundary. If you're just getting started, you need to check that box. You need to go with me right now. As soon as the show is over, you need to go to preparewithdave.com. 25-year shelf life, no GMOs, no glyphosates, best pricing in America. It's a limited order because we did a short shelf life, two weeks for $75, because that was what all of you requested. Well, this is going away in, in, well, just a few days, so you don't want to let the grass grow under your feet. Go to preparewithdave.com and get started with the peace of mind that'll come with knowing you have prepped your family. Because trust me, there are going to be service and just-in-time delivery interruptions. Preparewithdave.com. We're also brought to you by waterwithdave.com. I was shocked. When I found this out, I was approached by the good people that are selling the Alexa Pure Pro, and they said, Dave, did you know two out of three people are getting cancer from their water? And I said, well, how so? And they showed me these studies. Chromium-6 in 218 million Americans drinking water. I couldn't believe it. And then add to that, you get lead, (laughs) pesticides. And I said, okay, what do you guys do? And they said, we have the best filtration system in the country. Filters out just about everything, and we can treat 5,000 gallons with one filter. So it's cost-effective. How do you find out more? Go to waterwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Well, on the newsmaker line with me, we have my good friend, Paul Martin. He is a frequent guest, probably the most frequent guest that we have here on the Common Sense Show. And the proverbial poop is ready to hit the fan. I've been sounding the alarm, and people go, oh, there goes Dave again. Well, you're right. Here goes Paul again. And this time, we've got big-time complimentary evidence. Paul, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. I just wish it was under what would be more favorable circumstances.
1: Well, me too, with four kids and three grandkids. I wish it was better, too. But uh, uh, it appears the uh, same source that... I was talking about on the last podcast that we had is reporting um, that they are getting ready for a massive, massive flood over the border, a Red Dawn, their words, not mine, not Dave Hodges, their words, for the southern border and especially into California uh, having to do with the Cal exit, which means that our uh, usual good friend George Soros is is uh, hip deep in this
0: you know <clears throat> i'm not a violent person and i'm not suggesting anything happened to soros but are you surprised that loyal ex special ops have not taken him out
1: i'm and i know a lot of them i'm i'm shocked i
0: too i mean i know the mentality uh, that's not my nature. You come into my house unannounced and threaten my family. Yeah, you'll you'll find out just how violent I can be within my four walls. But I never go outside and advocate for violent change because that's not who I am. But I, I just know human nature, Paul, and I know a lot of ex-special ops, and I can't believe that this man's still walking, talking, and breathing.
1: I can't either. It 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 just defies it, it defies logic that. The Trump administration, or the special ops community, hasn't, you know, took him out for tacos or something, you know, or a chocolate sundae or something. But besides that, here we are. And I think it was very interesting for the audience that we've been doing a lot of these on the hardline uh, at the house because I get cut off on of my cell phone. Well, tonight they completely sabotaged my hardline, so. Evidently, they didn't
0: want to show out, Dave. No, that's it's, why I said we were going to Plan B. And yeah. first we got a hold of each other, and we had static like you wouldn't believe. It was the most garbled call. It, wasn't, it was anything but a landline. And then I tried to call you back, and you couldn't even hear the phone and answer. So here we are on Plan B. But nonetheless, here we are. Now, Paul, I want you, when you relate your intelligence sources... To be as specific as you're allowed to be, because people will hear some of your um, nicknames for these people, and they'll know they won't know what the hell you're talking about. So, uh, yeah. you know, without divulging identities, which I, I'm in this game too, so I understand what you can and can't do. But I want you to be as specific as you can, because I want the people to know the seriousness of the threat based on the level that the warning is coming from. So, Paul, let's get right down to it you have been in communication with an individual and he has been in communication with someone maybe a little higher up the food chain and you're coming out of this with a pretty dire picture so let's try to break this down for the public
1: yeah this this is a we'll say government source inside the state of Arizona and uh but they are they are at the time expecting preparing for a Red Dawn wave across the border, and I. There is no telling. I mean, we've already discussed this before. Ms. Thirteen, you've written about it at Infinitum, uh, ISIS, uh, you know, uh, Islamic terrorists, uh, and God knows what else is 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 preparing to come across the border. And I'm and I'm sure for this. Source to be that concerned or that um, firm on this statement is I'm sure there's something they're getting intel out of Mexico, Central America, somewhere, uh, possibly satellite photos or something else. But uh, uh, they're getting ready for the big for the big show, Dave.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to break down what you know here in just a minute. Let me give you some contextual background to the listening audience. In April, Trump rushed National Guard and regular military to the border to intercept ostensibly 1,500 migrants from Central America. And I said at the time, he doesn't need military units to interdict them. The Border Patrol can handle those numbers. I said, there's something much bigger. And we had that discussion in April. Then Paul, if you recall, I told the story about when I was returning from vacation with my family from Northern Arizona, and we ran across this military caravan of about two hundred vehicles, and we pulled over in Cordis Junction, and I cornered one of these guys in line for the bathroom, and I basically tricked him into telling me that they were going to the border. He said, "How'd you know?" And I said, "I didn't. You just told me," and uh, I said, "What do you guys do?" And he goes, "War support for heavy inter- infantry and mechanized." And they were providing communication services, and they were headed directly to the border. I've got people who've sent me pictures of tanks going to the border. I've got stories. uh, Well, a general just gave an interview yesterday on Fox, and they were just talking about border integrity. And then he specifically mentioned Arizona, where there is a big breach and a big problem coming. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh, I've heard this before. Paul, is this, is Arizona the end all be all for this, or is this spread into California too?
1: No, they they, they specifically said California too, having to do with Cal Exit.
0: Okay, let's elaborate on the Cal Exit part. What do you know about the connection?
1: You know, I don't know. Um, They could be preparing to really shake up. the state of California, specifically, I'm sure, uh, Southern California, um, in some kind of operation that would maybe make the U.S. government seal off the highways coming out of California, uh, which would spark uh, the good governor to now that we've been separated from the United States, it's we're going to go ahead and break off, and you know we've got our embassy in Russia and. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Well, I, I can tell you that in May, and I'm sure you remember this, Arizona and the federal government practiced taking in refugees from California right at the I-8 and I-10 borders coming out of California and Arizona. Do you recall that?
1: Absolutely. So, well, that, all, all, all this stuff is starting to tie together, Dave.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing here. We're connecting the dots. These are some pretty big dots. So the federal government is already prepared for an influx of people fleeing California, which tells you there's going to be massive conflict. Paul, let me share this uh, story. I'm sure you remember. Paul Preston, Agenda 21 Radio. He has embedded sources that have attended some of the CalEx meetings, and they tell a story where the cartels spoke up and said, if they won't let us out legally, meaning to go out of the union and basically, be a protectorate of the United Nations. They said if they won't let us out legally, then what we'll do is we'll just start killing white people in mass, mass public attacks. Do you, do you recall that discussion I used to have with uh, Paul Preston?
1: Absolutely.
0: And gosh, this goes back a year and a half. And so they plan to use the violence card if they can't exit. And right now, CalExit is kind of dead in the water. So. Obviously, they're going to be prepping for exiting the Union. But what did your source connect to Cal Exit? I mean, what's the connection in their mind about how Cal Exit factors into this invading force?
1: You know, nothing specific, Dave. Uh, it's just that, I mean, militarily, they're preparing for a massive wave uh, from the south for Arizona and a, a, big sweep, a big sweep into Southern California.
0: Now, is this going to be, from what you've been told, where they kind of just line up at the border and bum-rush the border? Is that what you're envisioning, from what you were told?
1: Uh, they weren't specific on that. They were just getting ready from a, let's say, military aspect to... Uh, to get ready for this, and uh, they were talking a mon a monster wave.
0: Do you have any numbers, any estimates? I do not. Okay, well, let me bring in a corollary here, something ancillary to what you're saying, unrelated to your sources. I called an RSoft source that's been a very reliable source for me going back. To, oh gosh. 12 years and what he told me is what he said before Dave they're already here they're compartmentalized and he started talking about the Chinese troops that are in the country Steve Quayle and both and I agree on the same figure two to three hundred thousand embedded in this country in various forms I can break that down in a few minutes but he also said uh, he went on to say MS-13 ISIS He said, they're here. They're simply waiting for marching orders to carry out predetermined duties, which tells me infrastructure attacks, attacks on malls and schools and so forth. So I I firmly believe that these forces are already here. What I'm fearful of, Paul, is I'm 100% confident in what I just said, but that doesn't mean it contradicts what you're telling me about waves coming across the border. I think it's both.
1: Oh I do oh I do too I mean we we've, we've talked about the massive amounts of Chinese that are here and have been here and academia and business and and you know all forms and you know my buddy John Moores talked about it at Infinitum so I mean it, it's it's kind of like when the story broke for the Spetsnaz troops at Fort Carson they said there were 25 special troops training well i knew that wasn't the right number because the government never gives you the right number and uh so you know i put out the regular feelers and and uh, john moore called me in 48 hours and he said paul this is straight from one." he said there are five 250 man parties of special troops in the five largest bases in the united states and uh so, I mean, this is, this is typical military stuff. You, you, you prepare and you prepare and you, uh, you know, you pre-stage things and pre-stage things and then you execute.
0: Uh, tell the um, listening audience who John Moore
1: is. Uh, John Moore is uh, Special Forces Vietnam, Special Forces um, uh, Intelligence in Vietnam, and he was highly recruited by the Central Intelligence Agency, um, and he had a lot of different interviews with them. It's, it's kind of funny, the last guy I interviewed with said, well, John, you do know that the CIA kind of eats their own. And John went, thanks. <laughs> he he decided to go do something different. But uh, he's been the uh, head uh, homicide detective for the uh, attorney general for the state of Missouri for 30 years.
0: Oh, that's, uh, gosh, I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, last name starts with an H, Holly or something like that. He, uh, he's going after Google for censorship. Have you heard that?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Holly, I think that's his name. And, uh, man, that was music to my ears. This guy's taking on, uh, uh, what Trump should be doing. Although Trump said he's going to do it now. But anyway, I don't want to digress too far on that. But yeah, listen, Missouri, uh, this is the place where they lined up for two and a half miles to see Trump in Springfield, Missouri at a recent rally.
1: Absolutely, and, and Springfield ain't that big.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I've been to Springfield, and I think it's about 160,000 people. But let, let me tell you, I drove the uh, I-65 corridor between Springfield and Branson, and there's like churches every 10 feet. And these yep. people love God, they love America, they had road signs uh, celebrating veterans. And I'm thinking, man, this is what America used to be. It's live and well in the Ozarks. And uh yeah, and, and boy, I'll tell you that attorney general in uh, Missouri, he's also running for the Senate. And so let's wish him luck. I just I was so impressed with the people of Missouri when I was there, too. And we're talking good, old fashioned, traditional Americans love their country, traditional values, love God. Wow. Oh, what a great place that is. But anyway, not to digress too far, I want to get back to the topic at hand here. So I have information saying these forces are here and have predetermined orders to attack. They're basically in sleeper cell formation, and then we also have a situation where you're saying the border is going to get bum rushed. Is there a trigger event, a time frame, anything that we should be on the lookout for, Paul, that could tell well, us think, that troubles are coming our way?
1: Uh, you know, if I if I did anything, you know, on a timeline or something like that, you know, we'll do a show on it, but I don't have that right now. But I would I would definitely prepare yourself and your family with, you know, everything you need uh, to take care of yourself because uh, th- these people are very, very concerned about this. I mean, we, you know, we've talked about the ISIS cells that just across the border, of Texas. Um, you know, they could have migrated west. Uh, we don't know what these people are doing. But, you know, it, it only takes about, just say, just say, spetsnachs. It only takes about six or seven to take down Denver, take down the grid, you know, the whole city. So, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of these uh, foreign nationals that are probably going to be coming across our border are trained just as well. So they, they, they can create a lot of havoc in the middle of the night.
0: Well, let's go back to the letter, and I mentioned this in our last interview, but I think it's good to bring this up um, for the benefit of the listening audience. Texas Ranger wrote to me during the Central American invasion back in 2015, and he said they fully expected to have ISIS invading small towns and commandeering police forces. Uh, is that still on the table, or did you get any, any information about that?
1: Oh no, but they—they they are. I mean, you've written about it. We talked about it. They're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're in country.
0: <sighs> they're more than in country. They're organized.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And um, in fact, you would mentioned about the ISIS base camp just near the side of the border. I want to be a little more specific than that. Judicial Watch, that great organization headed by Tom Fenton, uh, were the first ones to really identify this. And they got it from documents from the, the Obama administration. And what they found was that they were ISIS, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Sinaloa cartel, were one big happy family eight miles from El Paso, three miles on the other side of the border. And they had also uncovered... Detailed information on their targets that they were going to attack, which included New Mexico State University of New Mexico and some of the high quality New Mexican um, scientific labs like at Los Alamos. And so that all got published and then flipped the switch. It just went away. You know, Paul, isn't it amazing to you that the mainstream media never covers this, even when the documentation is airtight and it comes from the government?
1: Well, they hate they hate us, they hate Americans, they hate truth, they hate anything that's American. I'm not shocked at, at all.
0: What kind of attacks are these going to be?
1: I don't know. Um I had te- I texted you while I was at work. It's again late here in northern Colorado. Um I've had a source that's been, we'll say, underground for the last five or six months. They popped up, and they have been training. This is is the same caliber as your FEMA guy, the same caliber as my East Coast guy with a Q-level security clearance, and they are preparing for a bioweapon. weapon.
0: Bioweapon or bioweapons?
1: weapons By, uh say plural, just they were prepared for a bioweapon release. And we've talked about this on how many shows I've lost count. But it's an easy fix for them. It gets everything done they want. It You know, this will be a deep state operation. Uh, and, you know, they could be bringing, um, uh, you know, we're pretty well uh, hot under the collar with Iran and they're hot under the collar with us and that, Iran has the largest bioweapon plant on the planet. Now I've talked about it on other shows. A good friend of mine is a uh, professor up in, in uh, Indiana and uh, his pet hobby is Middle Eastern studies. He knows a couple of Mossad guys and a couple of IDF generals, Israeli Defense Force generals. And, uh, and we were talking, and and we were talking about bio weapons. He goes, you know where the largest bio-weapon in the lab is, in the world is? I go, no. He goes, it's in Iran. He said, when the wall fell, when the Soviet Union collapsed, we got all these scientists up there that were broke, hungry, and stuff. And so Iran just made a few phone calls, said, hey, you guys, come on down. We'll pay you 50000 a year and treat you like kings. Well... They've been out there cooking up soups for you know 20 plus years and 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 this um um Mossad guy he frequently talked to he said make no mistake these things are in your country wow and so i mean we we've got we got multiple multiple enemies you know staring us right down you know the the I've talked about it on other shows the I went to the birthday party. This guy wanted me to come to and meet this guy. This guy was an IT, tech. uh, there's a contract to army guy was livid. He said, Oh, all, all the software in the grids, Chinese, who else are we making mad today? The Chinese. So we've pretty much pissed off all of our enemies. We've got Iranians with bioweapon labs. We've got Chinese software in the grid. Um, And the the source uh, this evening uh, did mention the term Russia talking about a bioweapon.
0: Interesting. Well, I think we're going to go back to 2014, 2015, and look at some things that happened then to get some indicators. First of all, I want to throw in something that I talk about a lot, but it bears repeating. These solar energy farms they have in the West are owned by a Chinese front company for the military. That means all their employees that are brought over here to run these solar energy farms, and they're massive. If you drive out Interstate 10 towards Los Angeles here in Arizona, you'll see it goes on forever. And it's 30 miles from Luke Air Force Base, and they got Chinese soldiers. They were putting this on the Bundy land when all hell broke loose on, on uh, Ammon Bundy's site. Or I should say, I think it's Cliven Bundy's site. And uh, that was next to Nellis Air Force Base. They got the same thing down at Davis-Monthan and Tucson. They're prepared to take out our air cover, to which would negate a Red Dawn invasion. That's one thing. And I will tell you this, Paul, and get your comment on this. I can tell you what will not get attacked in California. Where you will not see a bio-release You won't see it In LA Parts north to San Francisco And across California Into Stockton and Sacramento Why? Because the communists already control those Regions of the state
1: Makes sense Well I mean mean, How long have they had the the, the 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 deep water port in in california i mean there's telling the amount of of hardware and they could bring through that do that
0: yeah we're starting to get some interference on this phone call too paul so we'll stay with us as long as we can but i wanted to develop what you just said there was a video out there for a couple of years and it was on Chinese military incursions into the Long Beach port that the Chinese own. And you can no longer get that video. YouTube scrubbed it. Are you familiar with that video?
1: No, I never saw it.
0: The guy actually physically looked like he could have been Alex Jones's little brother. And I was kind of stricken by the similarities. And uh, this guy delivered a very well-intentioned and very detailed report about what was coming in to Long Beach and the more I looked into it, the more I found out they're right, they bring in these shipping containers and there's no dock inspections they could bring aboard nuclear weapons, Paul and no one would know because the Chinese have carte blanche into Long Beach were you aware of that?
1: Oh, absolutely
0: If you were to write a scenario based on what you know how do you think this is all going to go down? What would you, if, if one of the networks came to you and says, Paul Martin, write us a fictional account based on real projected facts about how all this could happen, and we'll turn it into
1: a docudrama. What would you tell them? Well, I, you know, this is a typical long-range operation, number one. Number two is we've got the mainstream, the, the waste stream, the old media, is on ropes below below the Garden Channel. You've got the deep state fully, completely naked for everybody to see. The Democratic Party's done, and we talked about this on the run up to the election for Trump. And I was and I was saying, I mean, you, you, you've got a vein of thought in families that have been running this planet for six hundred years, and they're just not going to lay down. And, you know, hold hands to saying kumbaya just because we got beat by Trump, who beat 16 professional politicians that were already dead. He just walked over the bodies. But, and we talked about the multitude of weapons that these people, have, as far as they can crash the economy, they can release a weapon, which i militarily, if I mean, if I was the evil dictator, I'd probably do, I'd probably do two or three. I'd probably shut the grid down, release a bioweapon, set off a couple of low-yield nukes, and call it good. And we're done.
0: And that would be for starters. That's how I see it. That'd be for starters. Yeah. Paul, I had someone come up to me at the Branson Conference, and they said, Dave, what's it going to be? Is it going to be nuclear, biological, EMP, uh, terrorist attacks up the yin-yang? They said, what's it going to be? And I said, yes. They go, yes. And I said, all of them. I said, it takes down. It takes a lot to take down a country like America. They have to hit us with a kitchen sink and then some. And then they can get us into a weakened state. And it's both Steve Quayle's contention and mine that... America will be attacked by Russia and China when we're involved in some kind of civil war conflict. In other words, we'll be in a midst of chaos, and that's when we're going to get hit. So, Paul, when I asked you about timing, if we live with that scenario, something big has to happen internally in the country first to set off the violence, and then I believe these uh, Red Dawn forces will come into play.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I I think with the couple of things that have happened in the last 24 hours of information I've had and I wouldn't be the least bit. It wouldn't shock me a bit if this thing happened before the midterms.
0: I think it'll happen before the midterms if they don't think they can win. What do you think?
1: Well, I, uh, I mean, you just had a, you had a, uh, election just in texas that's been a stronghold democrat county forever if it, it was a hillary clinton county for the election and a trump republican won the election so i think i think in all possibility and you just talked about the the uh two and a half mile line in the uh, Springfield to see Trump I mean all 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 his you know all all of his speeches around the country are just pat I don't think there's going to be a blue wave and I think they know it
0: why do you think Drudge said that the Democrats are going to gain 60 seats in the house
1: the only way they can do it is with dibole computers voter fraud Absolutely. Whoever holds the, you know the 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 the, the keys to those things, can do it. It's amazing that they didn't that that Hillary didn't win. It, it, it just shocked me. I mean, I stayed up all night and watched it, and uh, even with that, massive amounts of voter fraud, Hillary lost, and so I. The only, the only way they can do it, Dave, is is to get into the Diebold machines and the electronic voting.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. You know, I know that the figure I most hear about voter fraud in the 2016 election, uh, the Democrats stole 7 million votes. And I think that's an underestimate. And what I think I mean- that's a
1: gross underestimate.
0: Well, they were talking about, you know, illegals getting driver's license, going to vote and then bussing these people in between voting sites so they could ghost vote. And then they had the situation where people voted in multiple municipalities on border states, like New Jersey, New York. And they said the number they could prove was 7 million. I've been told by people in the Republican Party, one congressman told me it was closer to 20 million.
1: Oh, I I don't have a problem with that at all.
0: Well, the Trump rallies seem to be in direct proportion to the lack of votes that Hillary Clinton truly got and that America does reject this. But what Americans don't realize, Paul, is that they're going to carry out these agendas. They'll either take us over by hook and crook and assassination and voter fraud, or they're simply going to have false flags until the country comes to its knees. Is that how you see it, too? Absolutely. So, what do we do?
1: <laughs> prepare your prepare your families to. So, if we get a bio weapon release, you'll have to hold in place. Nobody out, nobody in. And I've, I've been saying this since Obama. I mean, a bio weapon is such an absolutely easy fix for him. It, it 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 takes the attention away from everything. Right down to just, you know, survival for you and your family, your kids, your grandma, grandpa's aunts and uncles.
0: Is there anything to indicate that the elite and their top minions are going to be planning to be gone when these events transpire? Are you seeing any evidence of that?
1: Uh, not yet. I mean, you know, Hillary's still around, doing what Hillary does, and Bill's still around, and and you know, the 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 elite. Of this country are still here. Uh, we do know that they have, you know, they've got domiciles offshore. Uh, and you've got to remember that Bill Gates, you know, here this week, you know, talking about disease X and global pandemic and and all this stuff, and he knows about. I mean, him and the CDC own the. Uh, uh, they own the boa.
0: Well, I've covered that. Yeah, um, yeah, I've covered that. That uh, See, a lot of people think the CDC is government. They are not government. They are a private organization operating with a federal charter, and they own the patent to Ebola and all treatment of Ebola, so they would benefit from an Ebola outbreak. They'd actually make a lot of money. That's a scary thought.
1: It is. Follow the money.
0: Well, let's go back to what my FEMA guy said in 2012 before he bugged out. He said his specialty was counter-bioterrorism. And he said that the we have weapons that you can't even imagine and that they're going to be unleashed unless the populism craze in America is basically diluted. And this was before Donald Trump ever ran for office. So, Katie, barred the door. I mean, I I, I do think that what you're talking about is going to happen. But I also think we're going to see military skirmishes because we are actively putting troops on the border. Listen, I'm getting emails from people, Paul. People go, oh, Hodges, there you go again. You're delusional. Here's the phony threat at the border. Okay, then why am I getting emails from parents whose kids are leaking information to them that they're stationed at the border? They're expecting an attack. Their job is to interdict people with weapons. Why is it that Alex Jones got a hold of video of dozens of armed people crossing the border in a high-profile situation? That's not what drug dealers do. Drug dealers travel in stealth. These people were crossing as a military unit. You saw those photos and those in those videos, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. What did you make of all that?
1: It's an invasion. Those are just invasion forces that just got in the country. Uh my guess is by the look of those guys in their backpacks and stuff like that, they were probably special operation guys.
0: That's a scary. Or somebody
1: call. or somebody trained in special ops by the cartels. Because the the cartels are basically and this is from the source in Arizona, they're you know, drug drug running Is it on the top of their list right now. The top of their list right now is terrorists.
0: So that's why we're seeing these paramilitary troops traveling like military and not by stealth, like what you would see. This is really ballsy on their part, that they would cross the border in this kind of fashion.
1: Yeah, because that was pretty good gear they had. So these were either some special ops from... You know militaries around the country uh special ops trained by the cartels or something there's no telling it could be that or it could be a multiple of that but that you know that wasn't ragtag gear those guys were wearing.
0: you know there's another event that took place back during the central american invasion that i covered and this has really escaped scrutiny and and and, and really paul i have to tell you i'm very disappointed that this didn't go further. I I know Steve Quayle paid a lot of attention to it. Doug Hagman interviewed me on it. But across the board, I was really unhappy with the fact that this wasn't made a big deal. And here's specifically what I'm talking about. There was an Iraqi general who was training and flying out of two different Air Force bases in Arizona. Luke Air Force Base and Davis-Monthan in Tucson. He was flying near Douglas, Arizona, near the border, and his plane just dropped from the radar. And I yep. actually had a radar op. You remember this story, don't you, Paul? Remember i told tell oh, this
1: absolutely. story? Okay? Absolutely.
0: And and there, I had a radar op talk to me off the record. And it was probably about two months after it happened. And he said to me, he says, uh, Mr. Hodges, I, I want to share this with you, but you got to cover my six and so forth. But... He said, when we were tracking this plane, it just fell straight down. They found the wreckage, and they were baffled for about half hour. They couldn't find the pilot. And they said, he's got to be here somewhere. Um, They assumed he ejected. They found him in the craft. And then they had a holy crap moment. And here's what I mean by this holy crap moment. The only way he wouldn't have ejected when he suffered extreme power failure is because he couldn't eject because the power failure was all-encompassing, as in an EMP. And then I started getting inside information that the Russians and the North Koreans had these portable EMP weapons. The Russians have been selling them to the North Koreans, and the thinking is that ISIS that had crossed the border actually targeted this is uh this iraqi general and that makes a lot of sense iraqi united states bad guys isis you know so clearly they would have had motive to bring him down but they were testing the russian localized emp weapons where they could bring down a single plane or a squadron filing uh flying in close formation and i was like holy crap Because, and this is the conclusion I drew, and this is where America should have got concerned. I said, if there's ever a Red Dawn invasion, the way that we would stop it, particularly if our troops were tied up fighting somewhere else, would be through our superior air power. But if these weapons exist, and they're inside the United States, and our enemies have them, no pilot is safe. This pilot was brought down from about 20,000 feet. Can you believe that? 20,000 feet, Paul, and they brought this guy down. And it was so catastrophic, he couldn't even eject.
1: Well, it, it's got to be some kind of EMP micro, microwave weapon.
0: That's exactly what it is. In fact, what I was told is it's like a small suitcase, like a carry-on luggage that you take onto a plane, and that you open it up, and it's a computer control panel. It has a little homing beacon. And you ha- and with radar, you can lock on to what you want to bring down, and then they bring it down. And it was just the most amazing, flipping thing that I've ever been exposed to. And this was one of the stories, Paul, that you get a little bit of the information, and you come out with it and publish it. And then a few days later, someone else comes forward with more information that fits very well. And then there were some things I was not allowed to say initially because it could have revealed identities. They were just telling me stuff to tell me where to look. And then I started getting confirming information from what my sources were telling me that I couldn't go public with. And this is when I knew that this was the real deal. This is when I knew that this plane was brought down by a Russian local EMP weapon. Do your sources ever talk to you about this kind of technology and the threat it poses to our planes? No. Hmm. Paul, how are you preparing for all this?
1: I've been preparing for this for five years.
0: Okay. That tells me how long. Tell me what you're doing.
1: Food, solar. uh, uh, You know, I've had bioweapon gear for <clears throat> excuse me four years since my east coast said you know bioweapon is going to be the weapon of choice they're going to hit us with and uh, I mean I've got food water fuel <clears throat> we keep we keep everything updated and fresh and because at some point you know the flags going to go up and I'm very, very concerned about something going on between now and the in the midterms.
0: Okay, so talk to me about your area, uh, northern Colorado. Does this, do you think this factors into what's coming?
1: Uh, the only factor probably in this is the amount of, of uh, Russian troops that have been spotted in you know in Colorado over the last three or four years. Okay. Uh best and regular military. We've talked about the uh the Gurkhas that were in their vehicles at the at the bottom of the Poudre River, which that road goes up over Cameron Pass and goes to Steamboat Springs. Um, uh, you know, they had you know the, the, you know, the cross-fighting knives on their doors, they were in full uniform. And <laughs> my buddy's wife worked there and said, you need to get over here real quick. And uh, so he actually walked up and talked to them. And he said, hey, what are you guys? And he said, you know, their English was great, but it was good enough. And they were basically saying, well, we're mercenaries. And, yeah. and so we, we're kind of a, you know, a Bermuda Triangle for this kind of stuff.
0: Well, I know, that's what baffles me, because you're nowhere near the border, but there was something else that took place. And the question is, are we going to have an EMP attack? And in Rollins, Wyoming, uh, we've reported on this ad nauseum on this channel and on this station, but the uh, UN equipment that had UMP-proof communications was exposed. We got photos. We published the photos, you talked to the source of the photos. Uh, could it be much more clear that the U.N. is here and they're preparing for a uh, false flag EMP attack?
1: I don't, I don't think so. There again, and, uh, I don't think it has to be an EMP attack. I think you just shut down the grid and blame it on an EMP attack. Because you and I talk about this on air and off air that the Chinese, you know, they own us. And they don't want the infrastructure destroyed.
0: So what do you think it's going to be, a cyber attack on the grid?
1: Very well could be. There's a lot of great Russian hackers out there. Iran's got their own kind of hackers. The the Chinese have got a battalion, literally a battalion of hackers.
0: We're going to be back in just a minute with Paul Martin to put... uh conclusion on this uh, amazing story but i just wanted to make sure you all know that uh, we are brought to you by virtual shield and i'll tell you there's never been a time more important for you to shield your online activity you could be prosecuted for it if we go the way of china and google's in charge both so how do you protect yourself from identity thieves and having people track your online activity simply go to hidewithdave.com and take advantage of the virtual shield 50% off sale that's good for just a couple of more days so don't let the grass grow under your feet under this hidewithdave.com also we're brought to you by Health Masters Show's been brought to you by Health Masters which is where I go before I go to the doctor and listen I've avoided two back surgeries and now two knee surgeries as I'm happy to report that I'm walking pain free I'm back in the gym working out again thanks to Dr. Ted Brewer You can get the same peace of mind and relief that I've gotten with Health Masters by going to healthmasters.com and using the promo code CSS5 to take 5% off. And that's just exclusive to our listening audience. Paul, let's put uh, some conclusion on this. If you were to take everything that I've told you and what you have been told by your sources, and in particular over time, not just the recent Um, what would you be telling the American people right now that they should be actively engaged in?
1: Guns, ammo, food, prescriptions, you know, take especially those that are, you know, our older members of our our families that absolutely have to have medications. If the, if, I mean, this is your zombie apocalypse right here, Dave.
0: I agree. I could not agree more. And that's that's exactly how I see it. And it's interesting to me that you tied this in to the Cal Exit movement. Uh, I guarantee you, when Paul Preston hears this tape, hears the interview, the archive here, he is going to have a holy, you not wo- know what moment, because this is what he and I have talked about privately. And he said, "Dave, it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming." The Civil War is going to start here. The Chinese are taking over the agriculture. Uh, the Chinese are buying up all the land, courtesy of Diane Feinstein's husband, Richard Bloom, who's selling it to them. Is that a surprise? Surprise that Feinstein had a Chinese spy on her staff for 20 years. That was no spy. It's called a colleague. It's just, Paul, it just, there's no end to the treason we're facing. Well, anyway, you've got a great website out there, and I wanted to call people's attention to it tell everyone about it and how they can find it
1: it's just dot revolution, revolutionradio.org it's i call it Paul's picks it's just you know stuff i'm interested in that they may be interested in uh, but and i'm not saying it is but it's highly possible that time is short man.
0: i know so anything you know.
1: anything you've been anything you've been putting off Um, Anything you can take care of I'd be right in the middle of it
0: Uh, I couldn't agree with you more Well we've been talking with Paul Martin His site is revolutionradio.org I told you at the beginning Some of this material is going to send people over the edge And uh, it's not a matter of waking America up One enslaved mind at a time It's not a matter of you can't dodge the hodge It's a matter of whether or not you should be sleeping under the bed Paul Martin, uh, very informative, but very disturbing stuff. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Dave. Everybody, God bless.